0: Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide of the comic book multiverse, now in podcast form. I'm Luke, and after a long break, we've got back on Shannon from Sturchy Movies. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Doing real well. Saw a decent movie in theaters. For one, It's exciting.
0: Yeah, uh, we ended up both seeing Deadpool, and it was much better than everything that we've seen so far. Absolutely. Yeah, it it was definitely a very fun and enjoyable movie. It had a solid cast all together and like despite one or two issues I think it was really, really good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, how do we wanna go over the review? Uh break down what we enjoyed, break down what we didn't like.
1: I can start it yeah, I think going into it I was worried. Because the, I thought the trailers were obnoxious. I liked the fake romantic comedy poster. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. That was great. Like, some of the marketing I really liked, but then that one trailer that would play... Like, I don't get there in kind of theaters that much, but that one would just be like, oh my god, I'm, this is so stupid. This is going to be, like, the most try-hard, like, annoying thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, I thought... I, I avoided most of the ads on purpose. Like, all mm-hmm. the viral marketing stuff that they had. Oh, Devin, how the hell did you get
1: here? <laughs> he teleported in. Lude me,
2: Luke, will you? I forced my way into this show one way or the other. How How did you do that? Master hacking abilities.
1: Oh my god.
0: You're, you're like Captain Internet. Yep. <laughs> well, well uh, Hi,
2: Devin. Hello, Shannon.
0: Yeah, I think this is the first time all three of us have been on together. Uh, I think you're the most. Wait, no, you're the second most recurring guest that we've had on because Jay was on one other episode. I think more than you. And then, I gotta like, catch up. yeah, and then after you, it's uh, James the Windigo Orphan Eater Leesk from our RPG specials. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. So, Master Hacker, have you you seen Deadpool? Right? I
2: did. I went to that Thursday night
1: showing. I went on Valentine's Day and it was a nightmare. <laughs> I went with my cousin and we were like, so we get to the theater and the line is going outside. Mm-hmm. I was like, can we use the kiosk? And she's like, I'm paying in cash. And I was like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> it was
0: fun. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised because like when I'd gone in to see Guardians of the Galaxy, it was like the entire theater was filled up. There was people outside the door and like down the stairs And Deadpool, it was, like, we just got our tickets, waited around, because we arrived early, and Mm -hmm. not a big line, but it filled up. So, I mean, I wasn't entirely sure what the audience was going to be for it. But
2: it's made a lot of money, so clearly. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Biggest (sighs) star
1: rated opening ever, right? Even adjusted for inflation. Mm -hmm. It's It's great.
2: Times its budget now, worldwide.
1: Yeah. Like, people who invest in movies, they want that. You, like mm-hmm. expect that it's like oh if it doesn't make a million times its budget then uh, it's a failure. They spent so much in advertising and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, what did y'all think of the marketing campaign and like how it like like since I haven't read the comics, yeah. I, I sort of I had an idea of what to expect just from like cultural osmosis. But yeah. I would assume y'all know a lot more about.
2: Oh, I did love the marketing campaign, especially the emoji poster that they kept posting everywhere. Uh-huh.
1: My cousin loved that. She's the one who told me about it.
2: It was like Ryan Reynolds knew what that needed to be.
1: Mm -hmm. And so
2: did the rest of the cast and crew, and I feel like they just got exactly what they needed.
1: Yeah, And he's been pushing to make this for, like, ten years plus, right? Yeah. Forever.
2: Yeah,
0: and I, I got the feeling that, like, everyone involved with this, it was not just another job for them. They wanted it to be good. Otherwise, I think we could have ended up with a very bad Deadpool movie, which would have just been, like, jokes and comedy and stuff. Which I mean, it was a funny movie, but it also had the pathos that was needed to balance it out.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad they got the R rating. Like, I guess the the last superhero movie I can think of with an R rating was Dread, and then I can't think of it like past the 80s. I can't think of anything else. Oh, something. Oh, yeah. When they only had one,
2: yeah uh
0: was super the uh rain wilson and ellen page one already that was definitely if
1: you want to count super I mean,
2: then I, I, I mean as much as i love super i wouldn't necessarily count that and then uh kick ass oh well, that's true
1: there's uh, i still haven't seen kick ass
2: uh, if you're
0: you're fine without seeing kick ass
1: that's, that's the impression i got i saw watchman in theaters and i was up i was big i love the graphic novel and i was just like upset at Zack snyder so i think i blocked that one out I don't good think I to kick ass. So, but I like Dread. Dread's good. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, Dread is fantastic, but
2: I I think. Dread's great. Deadpool but and Dread. But if Dread
1: had
2: a sense similar. of humor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Carl Urban knew how to keep the helmet on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. didn't
0: have, like, an ego. I think it. Like, I've been reading a bunch of classic Dread comics, and I think the one thing it could have used is a bit more of the humor. Because, like, mm-hmm. Dread is supposed to be a parody of 80s, like, American. Depictions of the police and like the super soldier, one person, and like all the crazy uh, cultural things, and it—it mm-hmm. it was definitely a very fun, dark dystopian sci-fi movie. I really want to rewatch that. Now. I think I've got the DVD somewhere.
1: There wasn't. I saw it on Netflix a while ago. I was like, "Oh, it's was fun." I wish it had had more. There are things that I wanted in it, but I can't really complain. It wasn't bad.
2: I it was like last like, alone version. Mm-hmm. But
1: oh God, that was. Oh God, I haven't. I don't know if I'll watch
2: that. <laughs> uh, Schneider's the best thing in your movie. You know that you've screwed up somewhere.
0: <laughs> Have you not seen Encino Man?
2: Encino Man's great. Yeah, but look, Brazier.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, I was trying to pick up the name of the movie we're actually talking about. <laughs> it was like Daredevil. No, no, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, I thought it was uh interesting. There's been a bunch of stuff coming up, like they are talking about the script that came out from, like, 2010 and how much better the movie has bit become since then. Like That's there, cool. There was supposed to be a recurring joke about Amy Winehouse in it.
1: Oh where, my god! Yeah, no. it would be, like, she
0: was constantly making the news and, like, she kept coming close to dying and then, like, the end scene was her getting hit by a boss and Deadpool coming on and being like... Well, I guess we were all expecting her to die of uh, addiction, and it's like, <laughs> well,
1: uh, a lot oh, of things happened no. since 2010. But, that would have dated it so much, too, if yeah. they come out then.
0: And, uh, and Cortez
1: and it would have been so dated. Uh,
0: they also apparently had, like, Weasel split into two characters, so the bartender was going to be one character, and Weasel was going to be his own guy, which would have made him, like, a really superfluous character. Yeah. Yeah. And they also had no uh, Teenage Negasonic Warhead. Or Negasonic um, Teenage Warhead, which it's like... She was fun. Yeah. I-, I thought they were like at least going to say it used to be Cannonball from uh, X-Men, but no, she just wasn't in there. Colossus just showed up for the last fight without any explanation.
1: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. He was great. I thought it was hysterical every time he would get upset at something Deadpool did, and then when he like threw up... I was just, like, dying. Oh, I thought that was so funny. Yeah,
0: Colossus is great, and I- I'm looking forward to people recognizing the uh,
2: Colossus fun code that I have on my desk. And I do love, too, that they made him actually Russian this time.
0: Yeah, they hired an actual, like, Russian guy to voice him.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Which... Yeah you think that wouldn't be that hard to do, to find characters who actually, you know, instead of just paying someone to do an accent, but... <laughs>
0: yeah, especially, like, considering that whole lineup of the X-Men, when Colossus joined the team, it was supposed to be this really diverse group, where it was like, Nightcrawler, who was German, Colossus, who was Russian, Storm, who's Kenyan, uh... I'm... Oh, Sunfire, who was Japanese. Sunfire is the worst. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, it was like, oh. Proud Star. Oh, yeah. Proud Star, the Native American guy who died trying to punch a plane to death. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Representation matters.
0: (laughs) Well, it it did. I mean, for the time it was revolutionary, but also he
1: Mm -hmm. was
0: going up against Wolverine, who was Canadian, and it's like if you've got Wolverine, who has knives for hands, and Proud Star, who's just this really big bulky dude, you have to get yeah. rid of one of your angry team people, and yeah. he he sort of works better as a character who has a legacy of being dead, which yeah. is weird. But yeah, um, the other uh, oh I'm blanking on her name. Deadpool's girlfriend, uh, Vanessa. Yeah, I she was an was interesting the- character. Discussing. Like, the looks of, oh, well, it didn't shame her for being a prostitute or anything. and she yeah, had yeah, for being a sex worker. Apparently, <laughs> like, during the original 2010 script, like, she didn't get angry at Deadpool at the end.
1: Oh, no, gross. Yeah,
0: and it was just like, <laughs> she was the one who broke up with him when he was acting shitty. And it was more of, she was the shrill, angry girlfriend. And it's like, no, I mean... <laughs> She's, she's far from a perfect character, but she's at least given agency, she's given depth, and...
2: She played the role that the script needed.
0: Yeah, but, like, the script was better than it could have been.
1: Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. I don't really have, I mean, I don't like, oh, they kidnapped the person you love, now you have to go save her. Mm-hmm. Like, I was reading something uh, my friend posted on Facebook that I would never seen before, the lamp test. If you could replace a female character with, like, my favorite lamp, I have to go get it, then maybe it's not, you know. But I think, I don't, that wouldn't, I didn't really have a problem with that, Um, especially for, like, an origin story movie. And I liked a lot that Deadpool, there was a vulnerability in him being nervous about her seeing him again. Mm -hmm. You know, also, I mean, and also him just looking gross isn't something you see a lot in these movies. And the fact that it wasn't like, oh, we have to save the whole world from the big thing, you know, it was just, like, a small
0: Yeah, it was, like, a very pretty again
1: yeah and his vanity a lot of it was mm-hmm. his vanity which I like and his nervousness and that's not something that you see like Captain America is not vain
0: <laughs> yeah you know Though so speaking of Captain America the like ship thing they were fighting on the end, that looked like the helicarriers from like the Captain America stuff which
2: oh it did My, it did know, it actually asked me if it was I was like well due to licensing I'm gonna say no
0: yeah
2: uh, yeah it looks like one
0: Hmm.
1: but it wouldn't surprise me They've you, had enough time.
0: Yeah. The biggest the biggest surprise for me, and I guess this was like based on one woman like in the audience the first time I saw like a preview for her was being like, I have no idea what Deadpool's about. Is it is, <laughs> is it supposed to be a bad movie? And like I came in and it was like I had coworkers who are like in their forties and fifties and they're like mothers and it's like, Oh yeah, that movie was great. We got to see Ryan Reynolds' ass. It was funny. <laughs>
2: like oh well that that's good i mean i think i had a lot of things going for it first off it's like it's not the general run of the most superhero film anymore mhm mhm ryan reynolds is a very likable person yeah So he just enjoys him
0: and I, I think it benefited from like ryan reynolds having not been in all that much stuff mm-hmm. recently yeah. yeah. Like I think when I
2: mean, honestly, he has been. There's so, all like direct to D V D stuff. Yeah, oh, but it
0: wasn't like when uh, Greg Lantern came out and he had been in like a whole bunch of rom coms and
2: stuff yeah. and Yeah, he was playing a serial killer earlier last year called The Voices. He was pretty great in that.
1: I like him in Barry. Barry is one of my favorite horrible, dark, weird where he's like a soldier. Like you know, like the war in uh, Afghanistan or in Iraq and the movie open, like he's buried in a coffin in the sand.
2: Oh yeah. He's like
1: calling people to try That's a great, that's a dark, weird, that was my first time I saw him and everyone's like, oh, I hate Ryan Reynolds. I was like, buried's great. He's great in it. It's uh, not a happy movie. It's very bleak, but I like it a lot.
0: I remember seeing the posters for that and I was like, I'm glad Ryan Reynolds is buried
1: underground. He <laughs> deserves it.
0: <laughs> Did you see um, him in Wolverine Origins as Deadpool? He was horrible.
1: I mean, I haven't seen that movie, but I know everyone Everyone was very upset. It, it's... I finally
2: watched it. Yeah, it was bad.
0: It's a good movie to drink to.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, The Voice oh. is a good one. Actually, it kind of fits this whole tone that he has, where it's kind of, like, dark with all the humor. It's just, mm-hmm. can his dog talk to him and tell him to kill people? <laughs> so he does. And then at the end, it was, like, very surprising, because, oh, Marjane Satrapi, the woman who did Persepolis, is the one who made that movie, it was like, oh... That's weird. That's not where I thought that was going to be. <laughs> That's a leap.
0: Life takes you to weird places.
1: What did y'all think of, like, the one-liners? Because some of them I liked a lot, and I thought they were funny, and then some I found kind of, like, offensive or borderline offensive. The, and some were like, oh, okay. Uh, the only
0: one that really bothered me was the where It's like, oh, wow, you're really strong. I'm calling them dick. And it's like,
1: okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I missed that one, too.
0: Yeah, like, I, I heard think people some... Were
1: laughing or something.
0: Well, from what I've heard, it was just, like, one of them that a lot of people missed, but I have a lot of, like, people who are very into trans issues, and so, like, they...
1: Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I was talking to people on Facebook about it, and I was like, oh, that's what it was, oh, that is stupid. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that
1: is, they could have done without that.
2: Mm-hmm. I did love his feminist joke, if you did, though. Like when he's like attacking those two like girls, are just like, yeah, that was great. Like, sex is to hit you or not to hit you? I'm so confused.
1: <laughs> and then when Colossus like pulls a punch on the lady, and then she just like beats him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. It's like nah, don't go easy, but like don't do, you can you can like not go easy on superhero women in a fight and also not demean them. Like you can do it. Like it's possible. I promise. And this movie does a pretty like I said a lot of the like rape joke kind of stuff. I was like ah, oh, we didn't do that. we really yeah. didn't do that. But a lot of it, I I wasn't. Like I was honestly more put off watching Ultron with a lot of the stuff with Black Widow, Mm -hmm. and just like uh, than I was with this. Um, That was my assessment of it.
0: So you're saying this movie by Tim Miller, who like previously only did a few (laughs) opening scenes for movies, is more feminist than Joss (laughs) Whedon's movies?
1: Uh, maybe. I would have to watch Ultron again, but I don't want to because it was bad. (laughs) I didn't like it. I, this was more fun and more of a breath of fresh air and did more interesting things with mm. female characters that you don't really see in superhero movies. If you compare it to bigger movies, which I guess have to be sort of, they can't experiment as much with a big budget. you got to play it a lot safer. This is a lot of more, there's more room to do weird, interesting stuff, including with female characters.
0: Yeah. So, like, this has me interested because, like, the after credit scene was, oh, yeah, we're going to do a sequel and like they were saying that even before the movie came out it's like mm-hmm. what how <laughs> how do they approach the sequel cuz it's like they could go bigger but i think if they go too much bigger they lose everything that they had they can't they
1: can't go that but, well i mean okay traditionally they couldn't go that big because it's R-rated, uh-huh. and you can't get the same audiences with a PG-13 movie. But then this just had, like, an enormous opening weekend, and I'm sure its word of mouth is going to be pretty good. Yeah. So that's... This, this might be, like, a huge industry game changer, like, honestly.
0: Or they could completely miss all of the lessons that they could learn from this, and it's like, oh, let's make a bunch of movies with raunchy superhero talking and... yeah.
2: It's definitely going to happen, but at least from the Deadpool franchise now, it's I feel like they the studio needs to just learn that they need to trust Ryan Reynolds because mm-hmm. he has had like this vision for this film, and if they just continue with that, they should be pretty much good to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and they need to have Kira Knightley play Cable.
2: Oh my god, that'd be great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um uh, well, yeah, I think that sort of wraps up. The episode, is there anything else that we want to talk about? Or
1: I thought um, my cousin and I, during a lot of the movie, we were the only people laughing. And I don't know if that's like, uh, other people I've talked to said the audience was really into it. I think our audience yeah, was just sort of confused, cute. or they didn't think it was that funny. I mean, some jokes I didn't think was funny either, but there were times I was the only person in the theater laughing. Yeah. I think when, It's like when I saw Drag Me to Hell and nobody realized it was supposed to be funny, and I looked like a crazy person was like gut laughing at stuff and everyone else was just sitting there well that was my i wish i had been in a bit even though it was like a couple days after it came out like opening mm-hmm. weekend kind of and yeah. my audience was kind of dead
0: yeah like i went for like my one of the local theaters does these things called geek sneaks where they do like a special pre-show presentation and they give out lanyards and stuff and ah. like they showed all of the promotional videos like the check your testicles for lumps and uh mm-hmm. just check for cancer the only bad thing they did was they ended it with one of those epic rap battles of, like, Deadpool oh no. vs. Boba Fett. And it's like, no, no, that's not the thing you show just before the movie. You don't show that garbage. Get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I went with a audience that was, like, the audience that they want to
2: have for the movie. Awesome. My concluding thing is, I love TJ Miller, and I want him to be in more things. Mm-hmm. Was he is the best in Silicon Valley, and he was amazing in this.
1: Was he the uh, the bartender friend?
2: Yeah. We
1: he was great. I, had, yeah. I haven't seen Silicon Valley. I don't think I've seen him in anything, but he was fun.
2: I think the only other thing that like people know, he, he was just one of the voices in Big Hero 6.
1: Oh, I've seen that, but I didn't, uh, maybe I recognize the name. He was like, yeah.
2: the, like the stoner kid who became like the monster. Ah. Uh, yeah. Stanley's son. Yeah, Stanley's
1: son. The the line where he's talking to the old lady and he's like, let's get effed up, talking about the cocaine, that's an example of me and my cousin laughed and, like, no one else did. that was so (laughs) so, that was cut so well, that was so funny. I don't know, just a humorless audience. But, yeah, he was great.
2: Oh, actually, speaking of Stanley, Luke, what did you think of Stanley's cameo? It was
0: pretty fantastic. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: Better than
1: the one in Guardians.
0: Yeah. Yeah, The one in Guardians was... Like, nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here, it was like, yeah, let's fully go into the, our corporate icon
2: is a sleazy old man. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've been doing that a lot, actually, recently. Because mm-hmm. that's what they did in Iron Man, and yeah, Iron Man 3, it was like, judging like, the beauty pageant.
1: Was he like a Hugh Hefner type in one of them?
2: Yeah, uh, he yeah, was like, movies? he was like mistaken for Hugh Hefner when, in one in of the, the first, first Iron Man's. In the first yeah. one. Yeah,
1: in the first one, yeah. Old Man, Old Man Sam.
0: Yeah, this was the first movie where he had no involvement in creating any of the characters involved
2: with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's one of the best ones.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was kind of weird when he's, like, in some of them now. It's like, even in Guardians, it's like, you didn't really do anything.
0: <laughs> well, I think he was probably involved with the, like, early creation of Groot. And Yeah.
2: No, he, he probably was, but...
0: Yeah. When
2: you say Groot, it's like a different group though. Yeah,
0: he's he's just the symbol.
2: It's he's the hidden... I mean, he's the symbol of Marvel and like understandably so. He's been like their face for what, like fifty plus years. He's the Marvel Tarantino foot fetish.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get in there somewhere. Yep. Regardless of whether the audience wants it or not, you gotta gotta get, gotta <laughs> get that in.
0: Old crusty white man fetish. Okay, well, on that (laughs) Hmm. fantastic thought, Shannon, where can people find you online?
1: You can find me, I have a web series called So You Want to Be a Film Nerd. If you look that up on YouTube, I'll be very easy to find.
0: And where are you on Twitter?
1: Um, At Strucci Movies for the web series stuff, S-T-R-U-C-C-I. And my personal account is at Plenty of Alcoves, which is an Yep, reference.
0: Devin, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on the Twitters at FredOFET, F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? They can't, I'm
0: dead! Oh no, Whoa. I've a ghost! No, uh, I am at Coltregg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, and you can find more about the podcast at multiversalq.com. Uh, we also have iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, all that other social media stuff. You've you, you listened to the part that you want to, so we'll uh, wrap this up. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful week. Peace.